0: You're making money today. Congratulations to all the black people that are getting paid today on on the stock market. Uh, Today is a beautiful day. Or as the homie Ice Cube, uh, Ice Cube's come on this channel many times. You've heard him say, today was a good day. Well, today's a good day when it comes to your money. And uh, I'm going to break all that down for you right now. So get comfortable, buckle up your seatbelt. We're going to get started on the Black Financial Channel right now. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Black Financial Channel. This is theblackfinancialchannel dot com. On the Black Financial Channel, we talk about Black wealth and Black economic building and what Black people need to do to be wealthy and how to close the wealth gap on your own without permission from white people. We do this every day. We do this about five to 10 times a day. I go live like crazy. I love talking about ways that we can build because we have solutions. And uh, also, the only rule, the only requirement for you to be on this channel and to not get booted out of here is that you have to be B1. B1 means that you put the Black community first. That means that you put your community at the top of your priority list. Uh, B1 means that you believe uh, as I believe. That within the next forty to fifty years, we have a long-term plan that black people will be the most economically intelligent group of people on the planet. B1 also means that we understand we must be one in order to be successful. That means unity over fighting, and that means that we're going to focus on being productive so that we can win. If you agree with this philosophy, and if you want to stay on this channel, then I'll put a hashtag B and the number one in the chat. Hashtag B1. B1 means that we are on the same page, and that is our calling card uh, in the Black Business School. We believe in the Black Core of Three, which is that black people should educate educate our own children, create our own jobs and support black businesses. So with that said, I want to ask you guys a yes or no question. Give me a yes or no. If you woke up this morning and looked at your stocks and started smiling, how many of you give me a yes or no. If you woke up, cause I, I'm tell I look, I got up, and uh, just so you know, I get to wake up. I have the distinct pleasure of waking up next to the most beautiful black woman in the world, uh, and I, I was very lucky to marry her. And I rolled over and I said, "I said, baby, let, let me show you something." And, uh, and and so 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 you know, I, I wasn't showing her something sexual. I was showing her something better than sex. I was showing her the 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 M's in the bank account and how that money went up last night. And let me tell you why today was a special day. Let me explain to you why today was different from every other day. Today is what I refer to, uh, I've always referred to when I was writing the research papers in economics. I would call this a pregnant moment. A pregnant moment is like when a woman gets pregnant and you know that something's about to be born. You know the baby's about to be delivered and you're like, okay, what's the, what's going to happen? You know, what's the baby going to look like? Is it going to be a boy or a girl? Is the baby going to be healthy or not? Right? And But you know a baby's coming, right? You know that she's about to give birth, and but you don't know what it is, right? So then the baby comes out. The baby's like, eh, eh, and the baby's healthy and beautiful. And he got long, pretty hair. And and uh, you're like, it's a boy. It's a girl, right? You're smoking cigars with your buddies, right? Because you know that the baby was born and the baby was healthy. And the baby, the pregnant moment in the market. And I've been talking to you guys about this all week long. Was the inflation numbers? Oh my god! Oh my god! Inflation is the boogeyman in the stock market right now. Inflation is the biggest threat to your <laughs> portfolio right now. Inflation is the thing that all the experts are watching right now because they are concerned. They are worried that inflation is going to be messy and that it's going to cause the economy to spin out of control. Now, the battle's not over yet. The battle's not over yet. But uh, the the CPI numbers came out, uh, consumer price index. When the CPI numbers came out, uh, it was about 5%. Now, five percent uh, inflation uh, year over year is it's it's higher than most, right? It's 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 a bad, it's a it's higher than the Fed's target. The the target of the Federal Reserve is about two two and a half percent. So five percent is like ooh, that's 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 a lot of inflation. But the uh, chairman of the Fed, uh, uh, J Powell, uh, J Powell has pretty much been consistent. Insane. He's a strong man. He's a, he's very strong in the sense that he don't let he don't let the naysayers sway him or anything like that. And he's like, look, you know, this is going to happen. This is going to be transitory. Chill out, relax. Don't panic, right? And, and, and the market sometimes panics, The market's like, "Are you sure?" Like, I don't know. I, 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 I might throw a taper tantrum. That they, they call a taper tantrum when the Fed does something and the market goes crazy, right? And so, like, like, right, you might have a taper tantrum with their tapering off on the um, on the money supply. Right now, you have a, an economy that is really on crack. It's on crack and steroids put together. And so, this this steroid crack economy is being driven. By quantitative easing from the Fed. They call it QE. And basically, because they are slowly dropping money into the money supply, they're buying bonds, I think, at the tune of about $120 billion a month or something ridiculous, which increases the money supply. That's one of the reasons why your stocks are going up. That's why I've told you, I've told black people, I told black, you ain't got to be black to be here. Don't get me wrong. You ain't got to be black to be here, but you have to be B1 in terms of knowing what our priority is. And I've told you guys that. Uh, that basically when the Fed slows that down that that the market could take could cool off a little bit but the thing is that while the getting is good there is money that is being made there's money being made hand over fist remember working is the uh, the hardest way in the world to make money. I want you to make money not through working I want you to make money by investing now do me a favor take one second everybody take one second and pause uh, hit the thumbs up button hit the thumbs up button. On whatever platform you're on, share this video. Share this video uh, to, to anybody out there that's curious about what we're doing over here. I know sometimes people are on the outside of the walls talking, but I'm gonna tell you, I don't really listen much to anybody that's talking outside the church. But they can talk about what's going on inside the church. And when people start talking about you, that means that you're having an impact. So we are having an impact. We are changing black wealth and the trajectory of black wealth for the next 50 years, or the next hundred years actually. And so I want people to know what's going on here. So hit that share button and put a B1 in the chat after you do it. I'm gonna read a little bit more. Uh, And and also, uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, I don't know if you're aware of the Black Wall Street Massacre. I, I assume most of you heard about it. A lot of people were talking about it last week. Well, years ago, we got together with our own money. This was 100% Black money. No money from white people, no money from government, no money from corporations. This is our money. We put our money into a film called Resurrecting Black Wall Street, The Blueprint. It was directed by Dorian Chandler, an award-winning director out of the Bronx. And uh, the film was really good. We did a screening in Chicago a few years ago. Uh, It was a totally packed house, totally sold out. Everybody loves this movie. And uh, and so what we decided to do was to make it free to the community that you guys can come tonight to Black Movie. Movie night and join us for the screening of this film. We're going to screen the film tonight, uh, June 10th at 8 p.m. Eastern. So, if you want to register, just go to BlackMovieNight.net. I'm going to put it on the screen so you guys can see it. It's a uh, BlackMovieNight.net. So, let me see if I can find. Uh, let me put the URL on the screen so you guys can have it. Here we go. So, register at BlackMovieNight.net. We're going to watch the movie, and then after the movie, we're going to have a conversation about Black Wall Street what you can learn about Black wealth building. I'm, I'm definitely a builder. You know, we're, we're into the more Black nationalist philosophy. And also, uh, the things you're not taught in school. And, and uh, you get to talk to the director and everything else. So feel free to join us, blackmovienight.net, totally free, sponsored by the Black Business School, uh, which also, by the way, you can actually go and check the Black Business School out for free. Uh, right now, we have specialists that are available for you to talk about your Black wealth goals and everything else uh, at the theblackbusinessschool.com if you want to go and talk to somebody right now. Again, you can join for free. There are classes, that costs a little bit of money because we got bills to pay. We got to pay black people. We employ black people. But if you don't have any money, that's okay too. You don't need any money to come and talk to us. We'd be happy to get you started for free. All right. So uh, here's the thing. Here's some news items that I want you to pay attention to in terms of the market. Uh, I talked about the inflation numbers. I'm actually reading an article about this uh, real quick just to tell you why the S&P 500 hit a record high. Uh, it and basically uh, the, the inflation numbers, at least at the time of this recording, have not been a deep concern. Uh, the, it says the s p 500 Uh, climbed to an all-time high on Thursday as investors shrugged off a key inflation report that showed a bigger than expected increase in price pressures. The broad equity market, our benchmark, rose 0.6% to hit an intraday record of 4,249. So the stock market has been hitting records, right? And and this is an important point. All the people that are telling you that stock markets are dangerous and the stock market's horrible, the stock market's scary, and you're going to lose all your money. Well, they've been saying that for 20 years and the market's been going up for 20 years. Some of them have been saying it for 30 years. The market's been going up for 30 years. Some of them have been saying it for 40 years. The market's been going up for 40 years. So while people that are intelligent and moving forward are getting paid, there are people who are still caught up in the minutiae of nonsense. The people that are still caught up in myths. The people that uh, that get offended by facts. The people that don't have any form of logic but are addicted to moving backward and being broken, being in the struggle. And it's important for you to understand these things because uh, you know they say scared money don't make money. Well, if you're sitting there scared and you're not moving and you're not making any moves. Your your money's not gonna go up, you know. Uh, Dame Dash and I did this that that project a couple years ago called the Intelligent Boss Moves, and I thought through that name very very carefully uh, because I said, what do you need to be successful as a black person in America? Uh, what do you need to be successful? Only the top ten percent of you are gonna get this. I'm not talking about in terms of education. I know a lot of educated fools. It is isn't about formal education or about wealth. This is just about initiative and desire and goals for the community and courage. Right. So with Intelligent Boss Moves. I said, to be successful, you need three things. You need intelligence. Right, some or or the desire to be intelligent, meaning you got to pick up a book as opposed to picking up a liquor bottle or whatever. Right, uh, you need to be a, to think like a boss. Uh, that means bosses make moves without anybody's permission. Uh, bosses make moves without needing anybody's approval. Bosses make the right move, not the most popular move, because the most popular move will, will throw you down in a ditch. Because uh, black chaos and black self destruction is very popular right now, and I don't want you to fall into that ditch. Uh, so you got to be a boss. You got to make. You got to. You got to do what bosses do, not what followers. Do. The third part is moves. Uh, you got to make a move. You got to make a move. So if you're intelligent and you know what to do, uh, you can't be scared to make a you can't be scared to do it, right? So that means making the move. What are you doing on a daily basis? I know what you're talking about. I know what you I know what your mouth's mouth is saying, but what is your body actually doing? Where's your money actually going? So so with that being said, uh, this market is a beautiful market. Uh, the last 40 years, since I was a baby, and I ain't been a baby for a minute, I'm a grown-ass man right now. Uh, since I was a baby this market has been the number one wealth driver in America. If you want to understand the wealth gap in America and why white people have so much more money than black people, it connects right to the stock market. Did you know that most people that become self-made millionaires, I'm talking about people that started off poor. I started off poor. I was born in the projects. I had no money growing up. My mom was 17 years old. We didn't have a nickel to our name. That most poor people who eventually become rich, the number one driver in how they go from poor to rich is through stock market investing. It ain't through voting for the Democrats. It don't come from, from praying to white Jesus. It don't come from hoping for the best. It don't come from working for white folks. It comes from the stock market. So pay attention. This is where the money's at. It's not a mystery people. It's not a mystery. The only reason it seems like a mystery is because in mainstream media, they ignore people like me and they, they replace people like me with people who will go in there and say, well, you know, black people can't get ahead. Black people can't get nothing because you're black. Being black means you, you're supposed to be broke. You've get out of that nonsense in fact everybody in here I'm gonna keep going in the I'm gonna keep going in this conversation in a second but everybody in here give me a yes if your wealth has increased since you started watching this channel give me a yes in the chat. Cause i because me talking with it, it doing you no good if I'm not making your life better put a yes in the chat for everybody that's that's new because I know we got some new people because I told you people outside the church are talking about what we're doing here because they, they want to assume that black people who are winning must be cheating that black people who are winning must be you know it must be getting paid by the white man or white people who are winning must be fraudulent no th- there's nothing there's nothing fake about this right there's nothing fake put your yes in the chat if you have seen your money rise if your money has elevated because you've been on this platform. And I want everybody to see that so that when we have visitors inside the church, uh, we can give them an opportunity to improve their lives. If they choose not to do that, that's okay. But I want everybody to know that this is the solution. Your solution is right here in your backyard. It ain't It ain't somewhere else. It's right here. So uh, anyway, let me read more of this. Hit the thumbs up button. Please hit the thumbs up, share, subscribe button if you haven't done it yet. It says consumer prices for May accelerated at their fastest pace since the summer of 2008 and the economic recovery from the pandemic triggered uh, from, uh, pandemic triggered recession, the labor department Reported Thursday. The consumer price index, which represents a basket including food, energy, groceries, and prices across a spectrum of goods, rose by five percent from a year ago. Now, this is to be expected because if you recall a year ago, we were in the bottom of the of the barrel. You know, we were in the we were in a really bad place economically. So a year ago, uh when COVID began, the you know the economy was a wreck. So typically inflation isn't always a bad thing. You want inflation when you're coming out of a bad economic cycle. When you're getting your butt kicked economically, you want to have a little bit of inflation the same way you want your car to accelerate when you are sitting still. If your car is sitting still, it's broken down on the side of the road, then you need to have a little bit of acceleration on the pedal in order for the car to move. Now, what you don't want is you don't want the uh, the car to go so fast that it goes out of control. And that's the fear. Right now, the fear is not that we're not going fast enough. The fear is that we could be going too fast and that we could be headed for a crash. And inflation numbers are interesting because they're very diverse. Uh, the inflation rate for labor, for example, is really, really high. A lot of companies can't get enough workers for various reasons we, we can't go into today. But basically, a lot of companies are saying, "Oh, we can't get workers. They it costs too much. Whatever, right? That yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, but then you've also got things like uh, semiconductors. I, I think semiconductor chips or something are missing. So when you go buy a car, it's harder to get a car. Alicia and I went and got a car. Uh, we got a, a three-year-old car. We don't buy. We don't typically want to buy brand new cars, even when you can afford it. I'd rather put that money in stocks and make the money grow. So we got a three-year-old car. And uh, when we were shopping, one of the things the guy said was that, cars, that there's a shortage of, of new cars because the chips are not being made, that the chips are missing. Uh, you might have heard about this. Uh, there is a, there's an increase in the price of steel. There's, there's something weird that happened with the price of lumber, which affected the ability to build homes, right? So a lot of these disruptions to the, uh, to the uh, supply chain are creating these weird inflationary pressures and everybody's debating like what does this mean? So there's some people who feel, and, and I'm not sure that they're wrong. I think they could be right, that all this Fed monetary easing, basically where they're printing money and throwing money out there that this is going to end badly, that this is going to cause an inflation problem. And it could, it could. And actually uh, in the black stock market program, those of you that come to class, I gave you some stocks that will do well uh, if there is, if there is inflation. Uh, Also things like Bitcoin are seen as a hedge against inflation. Gold is a hedge against inflation, right? So inflation fears are warranted to some extent, but, uh, but, but the, again, the, the chairman of the fed and his whole team of of experts, the the whole board of governors, as they call them, are all saying, "Don't panic, chill out, it's going to be okay." And but but a lot of people don't agree with them. So so don't be surprised if these numbers wiggle a little bit out of control and people freak out and and, and lose. Uh, lose their mind, and the market suddenly plummets. Uh, also, remember yesterday—if you go back yesterday—of uh, I did something on these meme stocks. You know, AMC, GameStop, Bed Bath and Beyond, BlackBerry—all these companies that are just suddenly shooting up. Clover Health—I think that's another one—that uh, there's a way to make money on these meme stocks. And I, I told you guys months months ago how I was making money. First, I didn't know what to do with this. I was like, "What is this? What is happening here?" and and, and when Wall Street started to study. The dynamics behind all these trading mechanisms that were pushing these prices up—you could bet your butt that they're—they're they're like, okay, money is being made here. There's some money out here. We're going to get a piece of that. So now they've—they've they've done the studies. They've started analyzing uh, these Reddit Wall Street bets forums. They're looking at the number of times a stock is mentioned. There are researchers back in academia where I come from who are writing research papers now. About like like okay, if a stock is mentioned this number of times on the message board, its probability of going up is X percent, right? So they're understanding this dynamic now, uh, almost like studying human beings like rats in a lab. And so what they were, what they did was they wrote an article where they basically said that uh, that effectively these uh, these these major price surges occur uh, for about two weeks. They said after about two weeks if you bought the stock at the beginning, if you were lucky enough to get in on a meme stock before the meme takes off, then you got about two weeks before Cinderella's carriage turns into a pumpkin. After about two weeks on average, they said these stocks plummet badly. Now, what is still uh, uh, curious to me is that some of these stocks plummet and then they come back up. Uh, And so what's happening is uh, you think of it like a guy who uh, who has a bunch of girlfriends and typically his relationships last about, you know, about, let's say two weeks. He has two week flings with different women, but, 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 but even though none of these women, he's not going to marry any of these women. He's got like one woman that's kind of special. So he might date her for two weeks and then disappear for three weeks and then come back and date her for another two weeks. Right. Whereas everyone else just gets two weeks and it's over. Right. Well, th- that's, what's kind of happening with these meme stocks. you got companies like GameStop that where it appears that people really like GameStop. Like they really like Ryan Cohen, uh, who they who's the chairman of the board. They really like the potential of GameStop. They're rooting for GameStop. They're 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 loving GameStop the way a parent loves a child, and they're like, I'm there with you, I'm here with you forever, right? They're they're married to GameStop till death do us part. They 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 they, they put in the, the religion of HODL. HODL stands for it's H O D L stands for Hold On for Dear Life. They get offended if you even suggest that they sell their GameStop shares. that, that I, I've seen that energy, right? It's not logical energy, but emotion is not logic, right? So a lot of emotion, a lot of times when people get highly emotional, uh, that facts don't matter, logic doesn't matter, logic only pisses them off, right? It's kind of like politics, right? If you talk to a Democrat about the Republicans or, or vice versa, you're going to get a lot of emotion and people aren't going to listen to facts or information at that point, right? So, so, so with GameStop, they have that special relationship, I'm not convinced that they feel the same way about AMC or about uh, uh, BlackBerry or about Bed Bath and Beyond. Uh, it, it, you know, and 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 even Wendy's. Wendy's is is one of the latest meme stocks. I actually like Wendy's to the point where I bought thousands of shares of Wendy's because. I said Wendy's is actually a good company. Wendy's is a meme stock and it's a good company. Right? So 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 wait, he's dating her and uh he thinks it's a hit it and quit it, but he actually found a woman that he might make into his wife. Like this is a woman that he should have been dating from the beginning. Like this don't put her in the hit it and quit it category because this is the one that that you might want to keep. This might be a keeper, right? So so basically Wendy's is is a company that is very different from AMC. It Wendy's as a company is very different from, uh, you know, what is it? Uh, a GameStop. Uh, Wendy's is very different from BlackBerry. Wendy's was a stock that people were recommending to buy before it ever became a meme stock. So when I saw Wendy's become a meme stock, I said, Whoa, this is nice. Let me buy some shares. And when I buy the shares, I tend to sell the options. I ain't really trying to ride the ride the wave with you and see how it turns out. I want to sell the options so I can get the money right away. And that's what the Wall Street guys are doing. They're selling the options on these stocks because the options premiums are absolutely insane. My homeboy that I play, um, that I play uh, uh Call of Duty with, his name is G. We call him G maculate and he's like a mass murderer in Call of Duty. Like he's like the Michael Jordan of our team. Like we go in as a squad. It's a bunch of dudes. We're all in our forties and we all play uh, Call of Duty. And we go into this thing called the war zone and we, we, we you know, blow the heads off a bunch of 14 year olds or whatever. Like we're really good. We're really coordinated. So G is a, is a cool dude, not just because he saves my butt on Call of Duty, but also because he's just a good guy. And so anyway, so when somebody is good to me, I'm like, I'm like, okay, how can I help this brother? Right? So what I did was I showed G exactly uh, how to make money from the meme stocks. And, uh, and what happened was we looked at AMC and with AMC, the option prices are incredibly high. Why are the option prices high? Well, they're high because a lot of the Reddit traders that really want to make money off AMC are, they're not buying the stocks. They're buying the options. They're buying the options. So when you tell people, when you go to the market and you say, Hey, I want to buy options. I really want options. Well then somebody's going to show up and be like, "Well what you need?" right? Like the dope fiend or the dope dealer. If you show up and you say, "I'm looking for some I'm looking for some blow, man. I'm looking for some blow. Anybody got some blow? I got I got money." Well then eventually somebody's going to show up and be like, "Hey, what what you need? I got what you need," right? So basically because the option prices are going so high, the the sellers on the other side, which tend to actually be the more sophisticated investors, uh, the investors who are not as greedy, the investors who don't believe in hopes and dreams and prayers—they—they they actually just want money in their pocket. They say, "Oh, you want options? You're willing to pay? Wait, 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 wait." So the AMC options used to sell for a dollar. Now you wanna you wanna buy it for eight dollars? Okay, I, I could take care of you. AMC to the moon? Yeah, bud. Yeah, sure, dude. Here you go. Right. So you sell those options to that that guy who believes AMC is going to the moon but you don't care if AMC goes to the moon because you got your money. You got paid, right? So so basically that's what you're seeing right now. You're seeing people taking both sides of that trade. And the one thing that makes me um, cautious for those who are caught up in the frenzy, caught up in the emotionality of investing. It's very dangerous to get emotional, overly emotional about their money. It's okay to feel good about it. Like you make some money, you feel good. Money has the same effect on your brain as uh, cocaine, actually. Uh, 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 Professor uh, Andrew Lowe at MIT actually explored that. He said that when you make money, you literally feel the same high that somebody does when they use drugs. That's why money makes you feel good. So it's okay to get happy about that but when you get overly emotional about investing in a company, that's a dangerous game because capitalism ain't never going to get emotional about you. Uh, Capitalism is like these politicians. They, They don't love you, but if you need them to pretend like they love you, then they will. Right. So AMC is like, oh, well, they they're they're wait, they're giving up millions of dollars if we just pretend like they love them. OK, well, they about to do a Cardi B. They like, you know, remember Cardi B lyric, shake it. fast. What was it? Uh, shake, what, shake some ass, get a little dough, shake it fast, get a little more. So they like, OK, well, you're paying me money to pretend like I love you. Then, yeah, AMC to the moon, dude. And, and in the meanwhile, there is a headline that I just saw on AMC. Then I'm going to read this headline to you. The headline says pay attention now. It says AMC board members sold. Nearly four million dollars worth of stock this week. so while they're telling you to buy, <laughs> they're getting out of town. They're like, we're gonna sell while the getting's good. You know it, it's like a nightclub where you got the club owner who um who doesn't drink at all, but he's pouring liquor for everybody else, and he said, "Oh, drink up, drink up, yeah, make it rain, Shawty. Yeah, yeah, here, here let's pop some more bottles, man here, you want anything else to drink? He wants you to drink even though he won't drink. It's like social media. They want you on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube and getting addicted to social media. But if you look at most social media experts, they don't have they don't allow their kids to really use social media very much because they know how dangerous it is. Again, going back to referencing Ice Cube <laughs> who's come through this platform, he's remember he had the most most famous line, I think this is the best anti-drug commercial ever, which was don't get high on your own supply. So basically they're supplying these options and they're not getting emotional about it. They're like, this price is going up. We're going to sell our options and make our money. And we wish you the very best. But but uh, at the end of the day, we're not riding this ride with you. Okay. So anyway, do me a favor, hit the thumbs up button, hit the thumbs up, share, subscribe button if you haven't done it yet. And I want to mention something Uh, that I, I've got, I'm doing an event in Louisville, Kentucky. I'm actually going to appear at the Knowledge Fest. Uh, the Knowledge Fest is on June 19th, June 19th in Louisville, Kentucky. And I want to give a shout out to the uh, founders of the Knowledge Fest. And there's going to be a lot of cool people there. Styles P, uh, who's a great rapper, will be there. Red Pill, Blue Pill. Um, I think I met Blue Pill I, I, in Atlanta. I never met Red Pill. I look forward to meeting them both. Uh Ben, brother Ben X, one of the baddest black men on the planet, will be there. Sabir Bay. And uh if someone it said I saw the, the BWO, and I don't know who the BWO is, but I, I look forward to finding out. And we're gonna talk about the power of black ownership, the power of black wealth building. So if you're into that kind of thing and you want to come hang out and you're in the area, feel free. Uh, you can go to meetinc.org. That's the URL where you can buy your tickets. And I will be there on the 19th, and it's gonna be a lot of fun. So feel free to join us as we build our community. Uh, hit the thumbs up button, please hit the thumbs up, share, subscribe button. If you haven't done it yet. Uh, let me read a little bit more to you about what's going on in the market right now. This is an important day because the market, uh, the major moves this morning. I swear, you, I kid you not. I woke up and the first thing I did was I looked at my I looked at my portfolio. I do I usually do that every morning just because. But but I did it today, really almost like a kid at Christmas time trying to see what Santa Claus delivered last night. And I was like, okay, if it's red. Then that oh it's it's black world order. Okay, thank you, Matia. Uh Black World Order. I didn't know that, but I and I should have known that, but now I know. Uh and so I look forward to okay. TZ Frank says I'm a BWO member. Okay, Black World Order. All right, I respect it. That's nice. That's that's real cool. I'm gonna look at I'm gonna research that. All right, and so basically uh this morning I knew that if those that those inflation numbers were gonna be released first thing in the morning, and I knew that if those numbers were bad that uh, that, the, that I would see a lot of red, a lot of blood in my portfolio. Uh, and I knew that if the numbers were good, I would see green. I saw a lot of green. That told me, I said, boom, this is great. Those numbers were, were fine. So here's what else uh, is being said about what happened this morning. It says, I think that there were a lot of people who held back who wanted to see the hotter inflation numbers, says Jim Cramer on Squawk the Street. Now they've said, okay, now th- that's over with. Let's do some buying. So, so what he's saying is that people saw the number and then they said, okay, now that we know the number, now that we have the information, now we can move forward. Uh, what else? They said fears of spike in inflation have weighed on the stock market in the last month with investors worried that the jump in prices will raise costs for companies, spark a move higher uh, in interest rates and cause the Fed, federal reserve to remove its easy money policies. Um, I don't think that's going to happen I think the Fed is pretty steadfast in what they're doing quote this CPI isn't likely to change the narrative dramatically and there are still indications that inflation momentum is set to abate in the coming months and, and that's that's the thing it's it's a very edgy market because if if any little piece of information comes from the Fed like the Fed open markets committee is meeting this week they're, they're meeting in Wyoming where I, I guess there are no black people there and uh, and basically when they come out and they talk, everyone's gonna listen very carefully for any indication that they're going to slow down all this free money that they're throwing out into the economy. Uh, I believe that they are going to do that, but they're going to do it really slowly because they don't want the market to panic. Uh, Many economists also said the surge in used car costs for the month could have skewed the inflation reading. Used car and truck prices jumped more more than 7%, accounting for one third of the total increase for the month. That's interesting. So used car prices, all right? And that's probably due to the, the whole chip supply thing. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Let's see. GameStop fell 9% even after the company tapped former Amazon executive Matt Furlong to be its next CEO. Yeah, well, GameStop, I believe GameStop dropped because GameStop is a subject uh, to uh, an investigation. Uh, uh, GameStop is now being investigated by the SEC. Uh, and uh, basically has to do with all the crazy trading that was happening in the beginning. Uh, And I think the SEC is going to get more involved with what's happening, you know, on these Wall Street bets uh, forms, because what their concern is, which is a legitimate concern, is that this is not a grassroots movement, that this might be more like Black Lives Matter, where they make you think it's a grassroots movement when really there's a a puppet master pulling the strings. So basically, uh, you know, with this Reddit-driven movement, this whole sort of populational sort of anti-establishment sort of sentiment that's being presented to the public, that the establishment might actually be behind this so-called anti-establishment momentum, that the people actually that are driving and telling people to go buy and sell these stocks, they want money just as bad as the Wall Street people. So this idea that somehow this multimillionaire, Roaring Kitty or whatever, is online telling you that we need to go stick it to the man well, y'all need to go look at Roaring Kitty's bank account. Roaring Kitty—that's one of the great. That's what he's a white guy, I think, and, I, and he's one of the big influencers in in that space. That dude probably made about twenty million um, since all this began. Uh, ten to ten to twenty million. So, so what's the difference between Roaring Kitty? you know who's making 10-20 million this year and a wall street guy who made the same 10-20 million this year there's not a big difference there right and so i really would I, it doesn't mean that that they're good or bad people what it means is that you got to kind of be thoughtful about this like getting following along with somebody's hype um that is a problem because when you let go of your ability to be a free thinker and a rational thinker people will drive you off a cliff people will say yeah let's go get them or yeah let's let's go do it and you'll be running along thinking that you're pursuing this more noble purpose when really there's something more sinister behind the scenes. And so, uh, it, in fact, it makes me think about, like, for example, the Vietnam War, World War II. They 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 had the rich people that got together and said, yeah, let's make them feel all patriotic, and let's let make them think that they're defending the freedom of America, and let's really stoke their, their patriotic sentiments, when really they were like, yeah, we want to send a bunch of people over there to get killed so that we can go and make money once the war is over. Right. We're not sending our kids, because if you notice in most of the wars, uh, the rich people don't send their kids to go to war. The politicians don't send their own children to go to war. Michael Michael Moore pointed that out. Michael Moore went to Capitol Hill and he literally then this goes back to the stock market thing. So I'm, so just know you y'all know, I get my analogies and and this is a good this is one that works, I think, is perfectly appropriate. Michael Moore went to Capitol Hill. Anybody remember that? Where well, he went to Capitol Hill and he went to all the politicians that voted in favor of the Iraq war. And he said, "Your son is 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 eligible to for the draft. Did you sign your son up for the draft?" And they were like, "No, I'm not signing my son up for that." Right. So they'll send your child to war, but not their own children to war. But then they'll tell you that everybody needs to go to war. Right. So so the same thing is true with with this. I personally think that the people that are behind all the uh, push to go and 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 ride AMC to to the, to the death. Um, I don't think those people are thinking that way. All the people that are telling you it's GameStop or or bust that we're gonna hold all till till you know ride or die with GameStop. I don't know if those people have that same uh sentiment. I think they're they're positioning themselves so that they're not gonna get crushed when Cinderella turns back into a pumpkin. So anyway, do me a favor, hit the thumbs up button, please hit the thumbs up, share, subscribe button. Um, let's see here. Uh, let's see. How do we know? Do we? You, Jeff is asking when. Can you tell us if AMC will squeeze? I I don't know what you mean by that. I'm sorry. Good question, but I don't know. I mean, the word "squeeze" is used <clears throat> to describe what's happening with AMC. AMC is basically uh part of what they call a short squeeze, where they claim that the the momentum behind the growth in the price of AMC is that somebody went to uh the Reddit uh the Reddit forums and basically said. Uh, that these evil people on Wall Street are making money by shorting these companies. Let's go get them. And now I don't know why they have a big problem with the people on Wall Street that are, you know, doing whatever they're doing, minding their business. I don't know why. I don't, I don't know. I mean, it seems like you'd want to go, I don't know, fight something like racism or uh, if you're white, you fight for the environment or whatever. I don't know why. Like, I, I've never been offended by people on Wall Street doing whatever they do. I just know how to I just want to understand it so I can make sure my family's good. But for whatever reason, uh, he got them convinced to say, okay, let's push the price up so that these people can lose money because if they short the stock and the price goes up, they lose money I don't really know if um, if 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 that sort of hatred, uh, for somebody is the best motivator for you to invest. I think that investing is something that you do where you plan to see so you can build wealth for your family. All these roller coaster rides, I don't totally understand all these. I'm gonna be honest with you. Now, what do I think about BlackBerry? I don't think BlackBerry is a great company. Uh, to be honest with you, but BlackBerry again, the options prices are really high. So I do actually own a little bit of BlackBerry, um, but I sold the options as soon as I bought the stock. I didn't actually buy it to hold it. Um, let's see. So, uh, so, so that's that's pretty much uh, everything that I'm seeing. Um, when, I, when you go deeper, I'm looking here at some of the other headlines. So GameStop, uh, has a, a probe, a probe from the SEC, uh, and they're looking into the trading of its stocks and the other, uh, meme stocks just to understand what's going on. Um, here when they talk about the, uh, AMC board members selling 4 million shares, they said five directors sold less than half of their AMC shares. And they, they now each still have about 17,000 shares, but they took a lot out. And, uh, and, and to some extent, some of that might be sinister, meaning that they're trying to get out while everybody's trying to come in. But part of it is also driven by diversification. When you have a stock in your portfolio that takes off and goes to the moon like that, you actually have to shave off a little bit because the problem is that you're now in, in deep danger economically because you're not properly diversified. So the same thing is true. Like if you're an entrepreneur and you poured all your heart and soul and all your money and all your time into one business, you're, you're really in a risky position because if that one business dies, you're going to lose everything. So if you have a great business where you're making good money or whatever it is that you do, or a great stock that has really done well for you, you want to sort of make sure that you're spread out enough so that if that one thing drops, you're not going to get body slammed. Okay. So to some extent, it makes sense that they would sell some shares. It just doesn't look good aesthetically because Right now, everybody's saying, you know, AMC to the moon, etc. Now, what do I think about the other meme stocks like Clean Energy Fuels? I don't know enough about that company. I got to go look into it. Um, but, but I think we're understanding these dynamics a lot more, and there is money being made. And I used to feel like these are stocks you just want to stay away from completely, and I do feel that way about some of them. But uh, I think if you know what you're doing, uh, then you can actually uh, be okay. So uh, anyway, uh, do me a favor, hit the uh, uh, thumbs up, share, subscribe button. Also, I have a book called It Takes a Village to Raise the Bar, A New Paradigm for Black America. This is our 50-year vision for the black community. Project 2070 is that we believe that by the year 2070, black people can be the most economically literate, economically intelligent group of people on the planet. In the last five years, we have trained over a million black people to buy their first share of stock and that right there is going to lead to a multi-trillion dollar increase in black wealth because that's where money is. Uh, again, that's what my research was on, and I knew where the money was. I just wanted to convince black folks to look into that. And so uh, if you want to get a free copy of that book, the book is totally free. doesn't cost you a penny. Go to allblackeconomics.com, and uh, you can take a look. Read it with your family because we need a new paradigm. We need a new way of thinking if we want to get ahead. All right, guys, I'm going to come back a little bit later uh, during the day, and uh, but, but tonight, don't forget that we're going to watch the movie Resurrecting Black Wall Street, The Blueprint. And the film, You can watch it totally free. Uh, It is um, it's it's directed by Dorian Chandler, and uh, we start at eight o'clock tonight. So after we watch the movie and we talk, we 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 learn about Black Wall Street. We learn not just about the tragedy. Uh, I don't want us just to be a bunch of black folks sitting around talking about how hard it is to be black and how if we build something they're going to tear it down. If they if they tear it down, what you do is you rebuild. That's what you do, right? You don't sit around and whine about it. You don't brag to the white man about how the white man has oppressed you. Why would you sit there and brag to another man about how much he oppressed you? That's only going to make him oppress you more, right? That's like bragging to the, or that's like telling the bully how mean the bully is to you and how it hurts your feelings when the bully slapped you upside the head. Give me a yes or no. Has that ever worked with any bully in history? Have you ever had a bully where if you went to the bully and said, you know, it really, it really hurt my feelings when you said we we you you think that will work? Give me a yes or no if you think that will work. I it ain't never worked in my book. I ain't never seen a bully that stop bullying you because you acted like a punk, right? So I'm just telling you as black people, we, we we gotta stop being punks. We gotta stop being punks. This is something I feel very passionate about. And this is why I want I want to show this movie because my thing is like I don't want to just talk about the tragedy of Black Wall Street. I want to talk, I want to celebrate Black Wall Street. I want to I don't want to just talk about the the atrocities of Black Wall Street. I want to talk about the victories of Black Wall Street. You know, I don't want to just talk about how they ignored us and they didn't they they do this they do that to us. No, no, I want to talk about how you had some black folks with less money than you got right now. Less money than we got. We got all these entertainers, all these athletes, all these rich black people on TV. White folks put them on TV. They think they're special, right? We got all these rich black folks out here and they, they, they still don't think that they can build their own sports leagues. Like How the hell you y'all making a collective total of a billion dollars a year or more in playing basketball and football, and you somehow still think that only white people can own sports leagues? Did you know that the NFL was started with just a few hundred dollars? The Chicago Bears were purchased, I think, for 500 bucks, and now they're worth $3 billion a couple of generations later. Do you lack vision that badly that you don't in any way accept or understand or realize your fundamental power to manifest that that you too, as a man have the same ability to manifest that that other man has as a black woman. We know black girl magic. We know that that's real. Black women give life to everything that they touch. The good, the the strong black women give life to everything that they touch. So what in the world makes you think that there are things that white folks can do that we can't do. That bothers me immensely. That You know, it's so 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 when I hear people complaining like, well, the NBA, you know, they don't. I think Charles Barkley said something the other day where he said in the, in the NBA, they, they just part ways with the white coaches, but they fire the black ones. Well, I'm like, how about you fire them? You know, you can fire them, too. You can fire the NBA right now. Uh, you can fire the NFL right now. You've got enough money in your community to do all of these things right now. You have one point four trillion dollars in spending every year that most of which goes out to your oppressor. You have that money available to you right now. So, so why in the world do we think that we can't build? And and, and that's important because one thing I want you to understand is that, um, you know, having education and, and being smart is, is is great. But I've been around a lot of smart people. You know, when I was in my PhD program, I, had this, I sat next to a girl who was literally one of the top 10 math students in all of China. So out of 1.4 billion people, she was in the top 10 in mathematically. That's insane. That's ridiculous. She was the br- most brilliant person ever. So I've seen smart people. But one thing I have learned over time, this is very important, I want you to pay attention, this is what what I want you to share with your kids, is that being smart, it it means nothing if you become very smart at doing little things. Uh, Being educated means nothing if you always think small. Uh, Because what's going to happen is that if you're super highly educated and you're a small thinker, you're going to do a lot of really small things really well. And I knew a lot of people in academia when I was teaching at Syracuse University for all those years, I knew a lot of people in academia who were the most brilliant black people that you would ever see in your life, who would sitting in their office, writing these research papers that nobody ever read. And they would just do these really tiny things that no one knew about and do them extremely well because they were working for some university that was telling them what to do. So, so being smart is typically not as important as thinking big, thinking big means it's when you, you just, you, you live, you, you sort of connect to this thing called hope or this thing called um uh, faith that we're big on faith, right? We go to church, we get faith from the pastor, but you gotta have faith in yourself too. Don't just have faith in the white Jesus, have faith in the God that's inside of you. And so faith means that I say, you know what? I don't know what I can do. I don't know how this is gonna play out, but I do know one thing. I do know that I am not built to be your slave. I do know that I'm not built to take orders from you. I do know that you're not better than me. That's what I know. So, because, so I'm going to take what I know and build a bridge between what I know and what I don't know. What I don't know is how well this business is going to work out. I don't know if black folks can create their own sports league right away. I don't know if things are going to go wrong, but I do know that this ain't the life I want. And I do know that I'm going to do my best. Right. So give your children vision. Don't just give them education. You must give them vision. When I talk to my children, our children all make straight A's on their report card. And that's great. That's cute. I love it. I think it's awesome. But what we talk about then is, OK, how do you maximize this natural ability that you have? Let You start by thinking big. That means you start thinking from the top and then you work your way down. You don't start at the bottom and then the, that started from the bottom. Now we're here. No, you ain't started from the bottom. What the hell makes you think that you're on the bottom just because you're black? Ain't nothing about being black means you on the bottom. Like, fuck a black bottom type of mentality. We ain't black bottoms up in here. We start at the top and and, I, and so I, I talk to the kids about being CEOs. I don't train them to be employees. We don't talk any, we don't even talk about getting jobs. We talk about starting businesses. We talk about owning things. We talk about buying land, buying assets, buying real estate. We talk about working for people as if that's something that you do if you have your spare time and 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 and, and you just you just really want to do it, right? But we don't talk about that as the default option. So we don't start at the bottom. The conversation starts at the top. So, so with Black Wall Street, what you had, and this is why I hope you guys will join us for this film tonight, blackmovienight.net. is totally free, 8 p.m. We're going to continue this conversation. But the thing about Black Wall Street that I love and why those people inspired the living shit out of me is because they started from the top. They they said, you know what? Slavery is not acceptable. Uh, oppression is not acceptable. Second-class citizenship is not acceptable. We're going to go and take our little pennies and nickels, and we're going to go buy some land. We're going to go build on that land. We're going to start some businesses. We're going to train our kids. And we got this. We got all of this. We're not going to go beg you to go build better, <clears throat> build better schools. We're not going to beg you for better jobs. We're not going to beg you for government policy. We're going to go out here and we're going to get this done. And, uh, and to give you a last little analogy to help you understand this, this is, this is something I learned. I, I watch, I'm fascinated with war. My father was in the Vietnam War uh, and I I love this guy. Uh, He was he was, uh, you know, he was a a stepdaddy. I know I know some black men uh, are telling you that that being a stepdaddy is a bad thing. Well, I'm a stepdaddy and I fucking love that shit. I love the kids in my house. Right. My father was my stepfather and, uh, and he was a great man. He is a great man. He's still alive. And uh, he was in the Vietnam War. And let me tell you, uh, one. so so my father, when I saw what the Vietnam War did to him, I became fascinated with the war. And I was like, Where did, how did the war start? Why were we over there anyway? What was going on? So I watched a 12-hour documentary about the Vietnam War. It was 30 years later. So they were able to go back and interview people on both sides. They talked to the people that fought for the Viet Minh, and they talked to the people that fought for the Viet Cong, and they talked to the American soldiers, the Vietnamese soldiers, everybody in between. And here's what was interesting. Check this out. This is important. This is important for you to understand when it comes to building Black Wall Street. There's other lessons. I could give a whole lecture on this from what I learned, but this is the one story I'm going to share with you that will help you understand the struggle of Black people in America. They talked to somebody from the Viet Cong to figure out what the hell they were doing, because the Viet Cong won the war. The U.S. lost that war, just in case you don't know. We lost that war. And, And they were like, do you understand how many bombs were dropped? On your side of the country, they, they dropped more bombs on tiny little Vietnam that were dropped by all the countries on all the other countries in all of World War II combined. Did y'all know that? That little tiny Vietnam had more bombs dropped on it than all the countries dropped on all the other countries in all of World War II, which is insanity. That's crazy. And and so they because they were trying to blow up their bridges and blow up their, their past, so they couldn't get their supplies to the troops or whatever. They said we couldn't help but notice that every time we blew something up it would be rebuilt 2 days later how did you how did you do that how did you all do that and you know what they said and this is mindset this is all about mindset pay attention now they said uh the guy said that we had a, a a saying that if they blow it up we rebuild again and if they blow it up again we rebuild again do you follow what i'm saying he said he said if they blow it up we rebuild again if they blow it up again we rebuild again now i want you to really ask yourself how many black folks do you see that have that mindset how many black folks do you see that that can say look if they blow it up we're going to rebuild if they blow it up again then 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 we're going to rebuild again or how how often do you hear black folks that say, ah, oh, well, you know, they we had a black wall street and they and they burnt it down. And since they burnt it down, then, that's why we can't build nothing. We can't build nothing because, because they burnt it down. And, and then then they burnt it down, it wasn't there no more. And we didn't have nothing. And that's why that's why I got to work for Mr. Charlie because I don't know. Man, that's not that's not the mindset of a soldier. A soldier can take a, a licking and, and keep on ticking you know and 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 a lot of and unfortunately a lot of your men have had the soldier yanked out of them they literally ripped the soldier out of their butt that's why a lot of men don't come through for you a lot of the women you know unfortunately were 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 traumatized to the point where they they never learned these sorts of lessons and i think that that simple idea of persistence will go a very long way to your success so any young person who's listening if you want to know the number one method of being successful and having all your dreams come true and accomplishing anything you want just be the most persistent son of a bitch in the room. If you're the person who just never gives up, if you're the person who always keeps coming back, the person who always builds and rebuilds and rebuilds again, the world does not have enough energy to stop you. The world will never stop you. Take it from a guy who's had more haters than you can ever imagine. I I I've had haters that you that that I can see, haters I can't see. I've had all kinds of stuff coming at me, but you see me be very consistent every day, every single day. Yet yeah, give me a yes or no if you know what I'm talking about. Every day for about 12 years, every single day on Sunday, Monday through Sunday, including holidays, y'all see me being consistent. That is what the persistence looks like. That's me saying you could do what you want. You could you could try to stop this train all you want, <clears throat> but eventually all your enemies get tired. So we have to have a generation of builders, not a generation of children that are trained to go work for white people. That's nice. I think that's great. Good good luck to that. That's not going to make our community stronger not a generation of young people who are trained to emulate the ignorance that they see on TV. You can go do that if you want to, but those people are not the ones invited to this church. They're not the ones who invited into the space because I'm really talking to the talented 10th, the talented 10th. I'm not talking about your education level. I'm not talking about how much money you got. I'm talking about how much desire you have to help your team win, how much desire you have to make sure your family's on top, how much desire you have to lead our community into the next generation. Those are the people that I want to talk to because I'm not good at preaching to the idiots. I'm only good at preaching to the choir. So let's be mobilized. Let's be strong. And don't let anybody slow you down because God has potential stored inside of you that you don't even know is there. And I'm telling you, you go in and you give 100% to everything you do, you cannot lose. So I'm about to get out of here, guys. Uh, have a wonderful day. Please hit the thumbs up, share, subscribe button. If you could, please hit that button before you go. Share this video with anybody you think can benefit from this conversation. And tonight at 8 p.m., you can register for free. We're going to show Resurrecting Black Wall Street, The Blueprint, directed by Dorian Chandler. And you can go to uh, blackmovienight.net to sign up. There's a URL on the screen. All right, guys, I'm out of here. Have a good day. Thank you for listening. I'll talk to you soon. Peace.